0: We're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Friday, so this is our hashtag one hero episode. In these episodes, we highlight and celebrate a blog post and contributor from our community and discuss topics surrounding sales, marketing, and customer success. Here we go.
1: And welcome back to the Flip My Funnel podcast. My name is Caitlin Lutz. I'm a demand generation strategist for Flip My Funnel and Terminus and the co-host for these Friday podcasts, along with Sangram. <laughs>
0: I'm here too. Sangram, you're ready to go. Fired up.
1: You know, once you do a lot of these, it's kind of hard to introduce people. You're just like, okay, how can I say this is who it is?
0: Yeah. It's funny. Some, I shared a podcast episode with somebody and he's like, are you the host of one of those at <laughs> I'm like oh I don't even introduce myself anymore. We just jump into the topic. So sometimes if somebody's new, they're like, "Who are these people?" At least tell their names. So here we are, Caitlin and Sangram.
1: Caitlin and Sangram, that is us. Um, so today we have a really, really incredible, incredible interview and blog post on our on the Flip My Funnel blog with Corey Monkbox. So she is the senior vice president of strategy at Blue Conic, and we interviewed her last summer and. Um, she just had some really, really incredible insight that we wanted to share with the community. So we're going to go through a couple of the questions that we asked her and, and go through some of her comments on it. And then just and then just go ahead and discuss it. Let's do it. Um, so something that she talked about, we're just going to get right into yeah. it. So she wrote an article for entrepreneur.com about how to survive being the only woman in a workplace. Wow. Um, yeah. Does that
0: still happen? Like, it's, you know, you kind of think about it it's like, wow, with so much talk around it. Does, does that still happen where you're the only woman in the entire workforce? I can see in a team, yeah. but in the entire workforce, I mean, that's incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, last week I went to, or two weeks ago, I went to Rainmaker yeah. um, by SalesLoft, and they had a panel, it was a diversity panel in mm-hmm. sales, and um, an incredible woman there was talking, I'm sorry, I can't forget her name, but... Um, she was talking about how she was the only woman in her company, yeah. and there were about 40 employees. Yeah. And, you know, obviously it's a small company, but being the only woman in, in one wow. company is is a little bit intimidating. Yeah. And, you know, you have to be really, really confident in yourself yeah. to say, you know, maybe this being a woman in a company, in a tech company, yeah. does have certain stereotypes Stereotypes, or implications, but just not being afraid of those and just doing the best that you can do at your job and in the place that you are and not being afraid to go out and learn new things and just really taking that role of being, quote unquote, the only woman in the workplace and just killing
0: it yeah i um, I, I think yeah. I, I don't think i can fully relate to it obviously <laughs> uh, but I, I think uh the idea of like being a minority i think i can relate to that because yeah. uh, as an immigrant uh and from indian origin i there was time in my career in my life where i would walk in a room and i would see quite frankly okay i'm the only asian over here <laughs> right you know so, so you know as a person yeah. you think about it and then yeah. i don't think yeah. everybody else thinks it that way and until somebody told me like, Hey, you know what? Maybe you're just thinking about it in your head too much. Yeah. Why don't you just forget about that? Leave all that thought process outside. When you walk in a room, just walk in a same
1: Yeah.
0: And that was a very big difference for me. And so it still happens sometimes to me. Like all of a sudden I'm in a room and I I would, for some reason, my head would go like, Oh, I'm the only Indian here. Yeah. Or, or something like that. And Mm -hmm. that, is something that limits uh, my ability to kind of do what I want to do or what I would do. So I wonder a lot of times, like, is it in my head or is it actually happening? And I would believe that, yes, there's some of that. Both of those things are happening. Yeah. But how? what's in my control is what's in my head. Yeah. So if I can get rid of what's in my head or at least somehow figure out a way to not think about that or when I know it's coming up to figure out a way to get out of it, what can I control? And really, that's what I want to change. Yeah. I can change the world, and people are going to be who they are. But if I can change what's in my head, then maybe it would be a better day, a better conversation,
1: and and I'll
0: do what I want to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that I mean there still are some archetypes that happen and some stereotypes, and that you know that's part of what Corey mentioned in her in her post and in her interview. She was just a quote from her. She said, I'm very fortunate to work alongside coworkers who understand me, respect me, and appreciate my ideas. Mm-hmm. However, what continues to be a challenge are the smaller things. For example, if we have a disagreement or a conversation goes awry, I spend a lot of time wondering if I handle it appropriately, how it'll be perceived, et cetera. And there are definitely a lot of cases where the classic archetypes happen. Whether they're intentional or not, it still yeah. happens. Right. And some of that definitely does still happen, but for me personally, I would say that A lot of it is under your control and you're saying, I'm just going to be me, whoever Mm -hmm. that is, and I'm going to take whatever my role is and create a circle of excellence and make whatever I'm doing excellent and the best that it can be. It doesn't matter what gender I am, what my origin is, where I'm from, who my family is. I'm going to do the best job that I can do. Um, And if other people have problems with that or whatever, you know, it's their problem problem, and address it as it comes. And if there are issues that come up, I do think it's important to start a dialogue about it um, and just not be afraid of the conversation. Um, But a lot of these things are under your control.
0: I know. And and I know in the next few episodes, we are trying to get Sydney and Tony on Mm -hmm. the podcast. So Sydney, who runs customer success and Tony, who is VP of sales. Both of them are one of the early terminus employees who are now in a leadership position in the company. And I am i cannot wait for them to share what they have learned, what they have learned, how they have overcome any yeah. of these challenges, because you know, people like me, we may be just ignorant about some of these things. And so I'm really excited and that in the next couple of weeks, we'll have that episode. Yeah. And that will be really cool to listen to.
1: Yeah, it will be really cool. So, so shifting a little bit of the conversation, so... Some another question that we asked Corey was what her leadership focus and philosophy was. Mm-hmm. And her answer was, you know, we are relationship-based people. Whether it's at work or otherwise, in some respect we have to build a community in order to sort of great heights. And she said, I think there's a very real reason why the large number of number of people and the employees in her company played a team sport at one point. Yeah. And that is just so huge. And, and her big leadership focus and philosophy is having those people be team players. Yeah. Which obviously works in a lot with our yeah. hashtag one team philosophy. Hashtag one so, team. What yeah, are you, that, yeah, what are your thoughts on
0: that? I think it's true at its core. If it's not a relationship, then we better be robots or something like <laughs> that, right? So for me, um, one team is is so core to what we are doing here at Terminus. That's one of our core values, right? It's so mm. important to us. Uh, at the same time, I, this is where I'm going to give a more contrary kind of view on it, yeah. is, is it's, you want to be the best at what you do yeah and that matters a lot of times people spend too much time on relationship and not necessarily building the best skill set they need Mm. to be successful so on a flip side right if you have you are the best at your job but you suck at relationship you can go only so far yeah but if you are the best of your job and you have strong relationship my goodness, you can't go as far as you possibly can, right? Because then you have both the social skills and the personal skills and the technology skills. I think very few people look at those two things to be really, really important and how hand-in-hand they go. So I think the one team idea is not just the idea of a lot of people coming together and doing something. Mm -hmm. But in my view, one team is also an idea of like your own personality to be one. Um, You need to pay as much attention as you can on being the best at your job, but also making sure that every relationship that you have, how do you figure out where you spend time, which relationship you foster, nurture, invest in, uh, we were talking about this conversation this morning where you're yeah. like, hey, I want to spend time with you uh, just on a one on one mentorship mm-hmm. level. And my first comment back to you was, hey, you got to don't just look at me. You might want to spend time with Kathy, who's yeah. our CFO. And she has 20, 30 years of experience in like building great teams and seeing great companies. And she could give you a ton of advice. So, what you did, there was a the first step towards being the best at your job, but also starting to build a relationship. And I wish more and more people would look at both of those things together.
1: Yeah absolutely and that you know that advice of networking and getting to know people and being in a relationship with people is so important and we're we're all humans you know it was something that we I've Personally, I've lived in a lot of different cities, and something I really love about the city we're in, Atlanta, um, and, you know, I'm sure your city's great too, (laughs) I'm sure it's awesome, but something I really love about Atlanta is people really do want to help, and people do want to... The southern
0: hospitality really comes to life. There
1: is, there is, and I've lived in different cities where people want to meet you just to get something from you. But relationships to just form relationships is important. But also, you know, building your skill level along with that. Say that, you know, you build a relationship with someone and they introduce you to a great company and you want to get a job there. But you might have those relationship skills. But if you don't have yeah. the skills for the job that you're trying to get, if you're yeah. not really building yourself up and, and again, making that circle of excellence in, in the area that you are are working in, um, then that matters. Yeah. Then, you know, where are you going to go from there? <laughs>
0: yeah. now, I know as a, now as a, as a woman, mm-hmm. like in tech, how do you think about a relationship? Because at a general course, we can talk about, yeah, we should all do it. But like, how do you how do you think about that and and where do you see are there boundaries are there like you know you have to always think about it because as a guy I'm like yeah let's just go for drinks after you know after four o'clock or five o'clock right or let's just go after you know so there are some things that I'm, I just do and I yeah. don't think twice and I wonder given Corey's conversation around like relationships at the heart of it um, are those relationships goes beyond the office walls and are there stereotypes around like well should do that, or, or there could be a line that you could cross, and all that.
1: Yeah, it's definitely interesting being a woman in tech, and that's something that I'm really excited about. I yeah. love technology and I love being a woman. Yeah, I am very proud of that <laughs> fact. Um, but there definitely are certain lines in the sand yeah. that exist or don't exist, yeah, um, that people acknowledge or don't acknowledge. Like, I would personally never ask a young guy, yeah, hey, you wanna go for yeah. drinks after work? Yeah. And expect that to be a conversation that right. was focused on our careers really. Yeah. And yeah. and that is sort of those are lines in the sand or you even
0: that goes both ways. Exactly, yeah, exactly exactly, exactly. That
1: goes both ways. And but it is it is interesting being a woman in the workplace because I You know, there are lines that I don't know if they exist or not. Yeah, you just
0: go, 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 and and, people, yeah.
1: And you don't know of certain perceptions, and, you know, some people do have certain stereotypes, and so how do you address those or not address those? And so that's, I think, what's interesting about that is that's a constant thought that those are going around in in my head, and I think for a lot of women in the workplace, too. Yeah, Um, And so there are all these little... Many anxieties that you're yeah. like, oh, did I do that wrong? Or you should I address that? Or should I not address that? And and it's just something that you think about all the time. And it's not something that I want to think about yeah. or focus on at all. And something I try not to focus on and just focus on being myself and yeah. and doing my job well and you know forming great relationships with people no matter yeah. what. Um, but it is it is a a constant thought. Yeah. You know how you address a situation. Oh, did somebody just think? I was acting like a quote unquote woman or, yeah. you know, those are just, you know, crazy. that is so great that you, that you don't wish you had to think about, but yeah, you kind of absolutely. do. You
0: know? Well, let's get into the self-reflection part because I think that's mm-hmm. where Corey gets into deeper parts. So what, what did, what did she share in that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So she, you know, she talks, I asked her what advice she would give to the women in tech community, but also just. The flip my funnel community in general and mm-hmm. she said you know on an individual basis it's important to really spend a lot of time in self-reflection on what you're really extraordinary at doing mm-hmm. know yourself and all the things that you offer then find a way to showcase your skills in a constructive and useful way don't be afraid to voice an opinion and you don't need to be an expert or a know-it-all on every subject and it's okay to not be a jack-of-all-trades but be confident And prepare for those opportunities and seek them out um and so that's you know that i think that's just such incredible advice yeah
0: that is so cool when i was when you were talking about that and i was listening to it earlier as well i thought the way i think about self-reflection is through mentorship and feedback Mm -hmm. um i I think a lot of times you know i could sit down and think about how was my day could that conversation be better Mm -hmm. and then that it went um And and a lot of times you need somebody to kind of talk through those things. And I think that is something that I've seen a lot of women leaders uh, do more often now than before. And I would advise every manager, every leader, every person to have mentors in the company and outside the company, so that you can relay some conversations that are Mm -hmm. happening and and get feedback that is unbiased, right? So some things you may not be able to share with anybody in the company. So maybe you need to have a mentor outside the company And I've definitely been benefited with those kind of conversations. Uh, Or vice versa, you have something coming up internally in a one group setting that you can talk to a mentor who's in a different group setting. Mm -hmm. So you know there won't be a conflict of interest, but maybe there is something valuable they can tell within the organization how to address that. So I've seen self-reflection being one of the most important things uh, to consider Mm -hmm. when you're growing in your career and when you're thinking about it. So as Corey talks about it, it totally resonates with me when we say don't be afraid be confident i'll just add to it like find mentors both internally and externally and seek active feedback not necessarily to just know what's wrong but more so of like well, how you how i could handle this situation better yeah. you always can improve on things and it goes again beyond men or women or anything like that i think it just goes with just best practices around how do i grow myself in a better situation and be better at everything I do incrementally every single day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a really important point on self-reflection. Self-reflection is the phrase or the word but in order to self-reflect, a lot of times you need someone outside of yourself yeah. to help you reflect.
0: Yeah, it's so hard. Like I could, yeah,
1: oh, I'm so good at this thing. I can do this
0: thing, and then you're like, "What happened there?" And somebody, like, "Well, I will, I saw this train wreck happening. I saw you running towards it was the train. It's like threat. a car
1: crash. I could, yeah. I could not watch it." Ever.
0: Yeah, so I, I think we all can benefit from that
1: that that angle. Yeah, absolutely. All right. If I could just quickly summarize, and feel free to jump in and help me summarize. Yep. We do. So you know, if you woman, minority, whoever you are in the workplace, just be confident in your role and take ownership of it and just kill it. Yeah. Um. And you know, don't let don't let anybody get you down.
0: Don't basically. let anybody. Yeah. I mean, and uh, and don't get out of your own head.
1: Yeah. Uh, this is another yeah.
0: thing that I would strongly encourage you. If, like, it may be, it may be, and I'm not saying that there's no stereotypes or anything like that, but maybe, and just maybe. You are the ninety-five percent uh, in your head around yeah. it, and there's five percent of that. So you know, figure out what that is. Is if it's ninety-five percent of you and five percent of what's happening, maybe you need to work on yourself more. And 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 I'm a big, big, big proponent of focusing on things that you can control. Yeah, things you can control, don't fret about it. Like you mm-hmm. know, just just streamroll over that. Mm-hmm. But the things that you can control, and if you don't fix it, or if you don't try to fix it, uh, then who are, who are you going to blame?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, make relationships, but again, kill it at your job. Kill it,
0: rush <laughs> it. Yeah, nobody and this is what I love about uh like America in general is like if you're good at your job and if you're good at what you do, mm-hmm. like this is the best place to be. So, yeah. if, you're, if you are There's listening so to this Yeah, the opportunity like I don't think I can have the opportunity for what I have today if it wasn't for all the different things. So, yeah. um hopefully hopefully people can just take this and say, you know what? nothing is stopping. You are unstoppable. You can do whatever you want. You
1: can do anything. You can
0: do, and hopefully we encourage you to do something like that today.
1: Yeah, yeah, and find a mentor, you know, and, and help yourself self-reflect. Sounds good. Awesome. Cool. One well, hero. thank you guys for tuning in to our hashtag One Hero Friday podcast, um, and, and we just can't wait to keep celebrating you.
0: All right, and thanks, Corey, for uh, for all that amazing advice. That was great.
1: Thank you, Corey. Bye.